Welcome to Christian Life with Dr. William Baker. I'm your host, Dr. William Baker, and in this week's podcast, I want to uh, we're going to be talking about um, salt and light, and then the fulfillment of the law um, in Matthew uh, chapter five. We're going to be going through verses thirteen through twenty today. Uh, before we begin uh, talking about uh, Matthew 13 through 20 in, in chapter 5, um, you know, those verses. Um, we're going to talk briefly about, you know, lifting others up. Now, this is a broad topic, and I, I thought a lot about, you know, how can someone lift someone up? And then, you know, there's there's macro ways to look at it, micro ways to look at it, you know, just like economics. And I want to pull that lens back. And then I was pulling it back, you know, giving it the, the 50,000, 30,000 foot view. And then it was the 50,000 foot view. And at, at every level, there's something important that, that we as Christians need to be aware of and we can do. There's several things at every level. You know, today in the world, you know, there's, there's devastation. Uh, to pinpoint this podcast in history, you know, we just had the... Uh, earthquakes and, and terror in Turkey and Syria, you know, with tens of thousands of people dead. It, it's horrible over there. Um, in Ukraine, the war rages as it's hitting a year, you know, with uh, Russia relentlessly attacking, uh, China egging that on, and China, you know, egging it on in, in the back while they're stoking uh, North Korea, you know, to speak up and do things, you know, while they look at taking possibly Taiwan and just so much anger and hate in the world. Now, these are governments. Yes, you could say, you know, I, I could say, you know, these are people, but, but these are governments, these are politicians. And th the thing we need to be aware of, you know, in this, in general, the people want to live. People want to live peacefully. Some people are so embroiled in what they believe that, that, you know, they, there is a hatred there. There can be a hatred there, but in general, people want to live. They want to be able to eat. They want to have a place, you know, a, a place that's dry, that they can sleep, a roof over their head, some clothes. They want to have, you know, things for their family. So their family can live. They want to be able to provide for the family. And that, you know, I, I was, was looking and, a lot of the aid being held up. And there was a lot of people in Turkey and Syria that are mad and they say, you know, the world's not helping them. But if you um, actually look at <clears throat> the aid that's coming in, um, in, in that channel and pipeline, there's a lot of people out there who are holding it up, you know, and I'm looking at these people and they've got guns and they've got weapons. And I understand that, but you're holding up a convoy for what you, you think you're somebody. Let it go through. Why do you think you need power? You, you've got no power. You know, you've got that gun. You can shoot somebody with it. Big deal. You know, I say that. It can kill people, yes. You know, and I, 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 will, I will say this. I've been shot before. I have been shot. Um, big deal. You know, let the aid through. The people need help. If you're worried about being a militant, you, you've got those people have bigger issues. But, you know, it needs to get through to the people that need it. 
you know, in, in, in the war in Ukraine, and they don't want to call it a war, but but it's two things going on. You have Ukrainians and you have Russians and others dying. Stop the nonsense. You know, because we want it to be like it was <clears throat> 70 years ago. Really? Things evolve. You know, when things don't change, it's, it's just like a, you know, you see a tree. It's going to bend in the wind or if the wind blows too hard, it's going to either break the tree. It's going to, you're going to see branches fall out and break off, or it's going to tilt over and the roots are going to uproot and it's going to die. You know, don't kill your people because you, you have an agenda. You know, there's a lot of people out there who are afraid to say anything because they're in danger. You know, they could be killed if they step up and say anything. But sending all these people in there to fight, they're destroying so much. And then they have to clean up the mess. You know, it, it's not just the men fighting and the families. But, you know, there's kids involved. There's others involved around the world. And, and you know, for the people that are living it, it it's devastating. It, it's horrible. We, we as, you know, good Christians and just being people in general, you know, uh, help lift them up, help lift everybody up in your community. That's what we should be doing. We shouldn't be speaking badly about someone. We could say, oh, I don't like what they did. You may not like what they did. That's fine. You don't have to like what they did. If they can appreciate and like what they did, then that's them. You don't have to like it. Did it hurt you? You know, that might be another issue if it personally impact you but think about that people tend to you know they want to say something oh i don't like that i don't want to well don't look at it you don't have to look at it so what if somebody says something it, it does it make you mad why it shouldn't piss you off they're just talking let them talk it's hot air it's coming out their mouth let them talk let them talk if you know hey you they, if, if if it makes them think that there's something they're not people can see what they're doing you know they don't have you don't have to to directly engage them sometimes not doing anything says a lot it shows a lot it shows who you are and who they are but there's a lot of other people out there you know there's different ways we can lift people up we can we can support people you know emotionally, mentally, sometimes financially, sometimes it's not about money. Sometimes they, you know, they, they might need some food. Sometimes they might need some clothing or blankets or, you know, in the case of Turkey and Syria, they need to get that rubble cleaned up. If there's any more people there, they need to get help, find, you know, finding them, but definitely the people that are there. And then they've got the infrastructure as well, but it's the same thing in Ukraine and around the world. You know, there's different ways we can help people. We just need to remember that. You know, we don't want to sit here and condemn somebody and put them down. That's not us. It's not our position, not our, I don't want to say position. It's not who we are as people to condemn anybody. If anybody's going to be doing the condemning, that would be God. That'd be Jesus. You know, when, when God says, when he judges the person and says, you've done wrong, you're going to hell, that's it. That's a judgment. 
We don't need to be saying any of that stuff. We shouldn't be judging anybody anyway. It's not, it's not Christian in nature. Now, where does this, some of this come from, you know? It tells us, you know, we're going to be talking about uh, uh, the beginning of some of the laws today. We won't dig into some of them, but um, we're going to be talking about that in the Old Testament and stuff. And Jesus fulfills the laws. Now, when I say fulfills the laws, well, we'll you know, he doesn't, when I say fulfills the laws, he doesn't go out there and do something to make it happen. Just the fact that Jesus is here is the fulfillment him you know jesus being here is the fulfillment it's not an act he has to actually you know i need to go do this i need to go uh pick up the the trash outside or or go do five miracles today and you know the law is fulfilled no the fact that he's here fulfilled the prophecies and the laws so you know we'll, we'll dig into that in a little bit more so you know, just remember that when we interact with people, whether it's family, friends, anybody, you know, don't take it the wrong way. The person that's interacting with you could simply be having an off day. They could be having a bad day and how you interact matters. As a Christian, you know, if you're not a Christian, you want to be a Christian, think about accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And repenting of your sins and changing your heart and live a God life like, you know, a God like life. Excuse me, tongue twister there. But, you know, it's not our position that we, we shouldn't be judging anybody. You know, if somebody comes up and they're, they're mad, irritated, anything, you know, I get people, you know, sometimes when I'm out and people are yelling or, or you know, if I'm driving a car, some people don't have cars, but if I'm driving my car, and, and they honk the horn or something, I might wave at them. You know, hey, how you doing? Okay, you're in a hurry. Oh, you didn't give yourself enough time. You're having a bad day. I hope it gets better, you know? But we need to remember that. We don't know what the other people are going through. We know what we're going through. And there's always someone out there who's, it's worse for them, you know? Death is, is, is finite. You can say, oh, well, they're not dying. Some people are. You know, and and if they're not dying, you know, they're alive because they're not dead. So they could be in the process of dying, but until you're dead, you're not dead. So be thankful you're still alive. And and I'll give a 30 second example. Me, I, I'm a perfect example of that. I'm not dead. Oh, well, well, you're still talking you're seem like you're in good shape well let me let everybody in on something and and i don't usually say this but you know it, it's based on my perspective how how i am towards other people and stuff too i am dying everybody is to some degree but i have organ failure i have terminal organ failure i, I bet my listeners didn't know that you know i've had a lot of stuff happen to me i've been shot i've been stabbed twice I've been run over by a vehicle. I've been dragged by a vehicle. I've had shrapnel hit me, almost cut off some of my toes. I've had shrapnel hit me in my head, top of my head, my neck, shoulder. I've had heavy shrapnel land on me. I've had impact damage. Woke up almost like a week later in the hospital. I've had a lot of stuff happen to me, and I have organ failure. 
I'm still breathing and kicking. I want the best for everybody. If I can do it with all that, I would hope everybody could look beyond, you know, and remember when we're engaging other people's, there's always another perspective. Sometimes, you know, we engage and, and we have our perspective in mind. Remember, the other people have a perspective too. There's more than one way. There's always more than one way, except when it's God's way. God tells us how to act. It's really broad. Love others, you know, long suffering, joy. Uh, it goes on and on, but they're broad. We get to, he doesn't tell us how to do it. We get to determine in that how we're going to do it, how we're going to treat others. But we, we need to remember the fruits of the Spirit. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and jump into Matthew chapter 5, verse 13 through 20. Uh, salt and the light, verse 13, chapter 5. You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. Now remember... In, in that verse there, they're talking about you're the salt of the earth. Now, when we talk about salt, it's seasoning. It's beneficial to the body. You know? And think about that. It's seasoning and beneficial to the body. We're the salt of the earth. We're beneficial to others that are out there as well. When they see God through us in what we're doing and how we act. It's beneficial. It spreads. We're seasoning, salting others. You know, we can make them salty as well. But if it's lost its taste, there's no benefit in it, right? We can't season. You don't want to use something that doesn't have any taste and can't use it to season anymore. It's just stuff. What are you good? What's it good for you? Throw it away. Verse 14, you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Now, it says you are the light of the world. <clears throat> Now, they're not talking about us, are they? You know? Well, the disciples were certainly the light of the world. They had to, you know, the, that knowledge, they had to go teach people. Remember, Jesus trained his disciples. Some others witnessed his stuff, but he trained his disciples. He taught his disciples who were lighting the world with his knowledge. You know? The city on a hill. It's on a hill. Think about that. It's on a hilltop. It's not under, it's not under, you know, uh, trees. It's not a little valley. It's not being hidden by the mountains. It's up top. Everybody can see it up there. It's visible. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket. Why do you light a lamp? You're lighting a lamp 
for the light. So it says, you know, they put it on a stand and it gives light to all in the house. And that's what they did back then. They put the, the, the little lamps on on stands in the house and, and up. So it would, you know, light the entire house. It was a, a, a high candle stand, not necessarily so high, but it had some height to it. So when they put the light on it, it would illuminate the house. It would light it, lighten the house up. Well, the disciples are lighting up the world. They're to be seen. They're the city on the hill. The knowledge needs to get out there. You know, in the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who's in heaven. Yes, Jesus let his light shine when he was here. The Son, for the Father, God, taught the disciples. God, you know, Jesus and God want the disciples' light to shine, but not toward them, to God. He wants them to spread it. They're to go out and teach. Now, Christ came to fulfill the law. Verse 17. Matthew chapter 5, verse 17. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not an iota, not a dot, Will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Therefore, whoever relaxes one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. So let's break that down real quick. God didn't come here to abolish the law. Jesus didn't come here to abolish the law. He did, God didn't send his son here to abolish the law. Well, the prophets. It says he come, didn't come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. The fact that Jesus came to earth, God, you know, ha had his son in human form existence to take up a humanly body, fulfilled the laws. It wasn't to say what the prophets, you know, the prophets said this, they prophesied. But that's not, a, that, that, that's old, that's Old Testament past because I'm here now. No, he fulfilled them because he was here. His being here fulfilled them. And it says, until heaven and earth pass away, not an iota, not a dot will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Well, Jesus is here. He fulfilled the law. It is accomplished. And that's where we need to put faith in Jesus. See, we have the Old Testament and the New Testament. There's a change. Remember, the Old Testament's about the law. And then we go to faith. It's faith-based in the New Testament. Think about the fruits of the Spirit and what God teaches. You've got to have faith in Him. You've got to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You've got to repent. Change your heart. So what's going on there? You know, when Jesus fulfills the laws, it doesn't mean that, you know, oh, well, that's that's the old stuff. Well, it kind of is because, you know, we need to have faith now. But he fulfilled them. 
it, it doesn't mean that they're 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 no less important. But he knows that we're fleshly beings, and we can't. There's there's six hundred some laws. We, we, he knows that we can't keep all of those laws because we're fleshly beings. It's sinful in our nature because of the flesh. So you know, therefore, whoever relaxes one of the, of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. He wants us to keep the commandments. But he understands that we're sinful and fleshful, too. He doesn't want us to preach it. He knows that we're going to take it and we're going to slip up and do things that aren't right anyway. But that's why we can go to him and ask for forgiveness. You know, but whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. He wants us to live by the commandments and, and, and have faith and teach them to people. And, you know, we need to be careful when we're reading this. One of the one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same. He knows we're going to trip up and we're not going to be able to follow all the laws. He knows with the commandments that we're not going to be able to follow all the commandments. But we can repent. And he said, well, he says right there, you can't go to heaven. No, he says, if you look right there, relaxes one of them and teaches others. We're not, we, we don't need to teach others to, you know, you don't need to do that. That's all right. No, it's not all right. We're sinful. We're flesh. The devil's in our ear. Sometimes the devil doesn't have to be in our ear. It's just a temptation out there. Something we see, something we want to do. And we know we shouldn't do it, but we do it and we feel bad after doing it. We know we shouldn't have done it. Then it's too late. But people can see us doing that. So sometimes it's not about us necessarily coming out of our mouths. It can also be what people see. You know, and then it says, for I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees. Now, let's remember <clears throat> the scribes and the Pharisees. So there's the Sanhedrin, which is the Jewish government, which I've talked about. The Sanhedrin is, is broken down by the Sadducees and the Pharisees. Those are the governing bodies in the Sanhedrin, which is the government, Jewish government. Scribes are those that are in the temples. So it says, for I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes, the people writing down the stuff, and the Pharisees. Now, Jesus was a Pharisee. He was a Jew, but he was in the temple. He was preaching. He was a Pharisee. You will never enter the kingdom of heaven unless it exceeds that. Jesus would preach in the temple to the Pharisees and others. And when he was in the temple, there was always, you know, a lot of people listened to him and stuff. But you got to have more than them. You know, they want to teach the laws. You need to understand Jesus. And remember, the scribes wrote down the laws and stuff. It's more than that. That's what he's telling us. You have to live by faith. You have to exemplify God through your actions and how you live and how you treat others. And we're going to get into more of Matthew. Now, that, that's going to come to the end of what we're going to talk about today in the Bible. But, you know, we're going to get to more in Matthew about anger and lust and divorce and oaths and retaliation and loving your enemies and et cetera and et cetera. Um, it'll be, you know, well, it'll take definitely more 
half a dozen more podcasts or more to get through just that little bit. Uh, but you know, it does impact your life in a major way when you start thinking about that and how to live now through the podcast, you know, it's a little bit, little bit, little bit. Sometimes I expose a, a larger thought process for the listeners out there, a bigger idea, how to live a Christian life. But I'm really focused on one thing, but I expanded a little bit just based on, you know, my knowledge. I, tr I try not to, but sometimes I do. I don't want to give too much to everybody because, you know, for some of the, those that are newer to Christianity who have, have recently come to it, you know, saying, well, I want to accept Jesus. I want to, you know, and they're learning. I don't want to overwhelm anyone with too much, you know, give a little bit of historical background, give a little bit of thought about it and how we, how we should be and how we should act. You know, the worst example of Christianity is probably our politicians. A lot of them claim to be Christians and stuff, but look what they do. They're so divisive. They're mean. They lie. They make a habit of lying and they think it's okay. They're in no shape, way, shape, or form Christian. They can't be. They know they're wrong and they continue to do it. You know, they need to change their heart. And they haven't done that. They don't speak with a Christian lens. They want the Christian vote. But remember that when you go to the polls and vote. Remember, who, who espouses your ideas? Who is better up there showing your ideas? Is it lip service? Just saying that to get your vote and then you see what they really do. You know, they control countries. Politicians control countries. Some are voted in. Some take power by force. Some are theocracies. Some, some are religious. Some can be very dangerous. Some of the some of the some of the Muslim governments, but some of the Christian governments can be dangerous too. Some of the non-Christian and Muslim governments can be dangerous. Anything can be dangerous based on the people that are in government wielding the power. So it's really how you treat others. How do you want to treat others? So I hope you've enjoyed the podcast this week. Please take a moment, if you would. You want to leave me a comment, come over to Podbean, uh, search for Christian Life with Dr. William Baker. Leave me a comment. I will respond. You know, if you really liked it, and you like what you're listening to in my podcast, tell others about it. I don't really push it. I'm not asking for anything. Unlike a lot of these others that are out there that are fake, just want you to send money and stuff. Hey, send me a comment. You know, I, I want the better for everybody. I'm trying to clarify things because a lot of people out there are getting it wrong. And they say, well, I'm, I'm out there, you know, they, I'm a preacher. I'm this. You're not anything. You're, you're false. And, the, and you know, some of the works that they do are just terrible. Um, you know, the, the profit they make and, and the, the lack of support that they give to Christians or helping others while they're enriching themselves is just crazy. You know, if you're living in a $10 million house and you're not helping people, you don't want them to come to your church because they don't look right, dress right or whatever. Um, you're not really Christian. And that puts at risk everybody that's out there going to that church. Because what, what information are they getting? You know? 
I'm a preacher. I'm not a life counselor. Um, I, I can counsel non-clinical counseling, pastoral counseling, but you know, I, I'm not a any one of these, you know, I'm not a motivational speaker. I am how I'm doing it. But the motivational speakers aren't preachers. Because people buy into the motivational speaking. So just remember how you interact with others and, and, and what your, you know, your senses are telling you, you know, um, and, and treat others certainly in, in a godly manner. You know, we'll, we'll talk about that more in other chapters of the Bible and stuff. Um, I do hope everyone is having a blessed week. Remember, if you're having problems, send me a comment through the Podbean site. I will reach out to you. You know, I don't know what I can do depending on your situation, but, but, uh, you know, Hey, if talking to me helps, I would rather help you as much as I can. That's important. So we, we need to bring everybody up equally. And that's the important thing out there. You know, follow Jesus, live a godly life, repent, change your heart. And uh, let others witness God through you. So with that, I'm going to say let your heart not be troubled. God bless everybody out there. I love you all. And everybody, until next podcast, God bless. This has been Christian Life with Dr. William Baker. Thank you. Mm -hmm.